I'll um, kind of edit as I go. Welcome to the Wrestle Down, a very special Happy New Year's, uh, Happy New Year's episode. We are. I didn't. I have to check the date. I don't know what date it is. It's the third uh, as of this recording. Uh, but, yeah. Yep. I think yeah. I was day. like, is it still New Year's Day? No, it's not. It's been a couple days now. Um, my name is Jared Palapal, uh, and this is my host, uh, Mars. How you doing, buddy? Hey, doing great. How was your New Year's? Yeah, it was pretty good. I played some games like online with uh, friends, and you know, we rang in the New Year that way. Yeah. How are you? Nice. That's awesome. That's actually what I did last night. Uh, I used to do a comedy show with these dudes uh, that we were called. It was like a riffing style, like comedy, like MST. Yeah, uh, and it was uh, called Mr. Smartass Theater, and I and even though most of those guys, one of them lives in um, Dallas now, but um, uh, most of them are still local. We uh, just in the middle of the day, uh, one of their wives was like, "Ah, right, everybody should just log on and we'll play a Taria game tonight." So yeah, we did that, but the actual night was pretty quiet. From well, actually, that's not true. Um, uh, I uh, my former show Trick or Treat Radio invited me to be part of. Uh, one of their Patreon chats, which they call the blackout tapes, where they just invite a bunch of people on to kind of drink and hang out and talk nerd stuff. So that's how I rang in the new year with a bunch of people talking about I spit on your grave and uh, oh, X-Men and a whole bunch nice. of other stuff. So it was good. It's uh, it's awkward for me because like, uh, like, yeah, I talk about this all the time. Like, I think that uh, I'm more excited to talk to these people uh, than, than they, they are to me, but like seemingly like, uh, you know, the trick or treat radio guys always make it seem like I'm a, it's a big deal that I'm that I'm there. So it makes me feel it makes me feel special. Um, I also ordered Chinese food and watched three quarters of Anna and the Apocalypse, which I uh, well, what was that? to watch for Christmas. Anna in the Apocalypse. Oh yeah, I've heard of that, but I haven't seen it. Is it good? Or yeah, yeah, I, I it's moved up to my. Uh, I, so I watched it um, a few times when I discovered it last Christmas. It's moved up to my. Um, like uh in my rating like i would say that it's like a high highest recommender classic like uh i love it it's uh the elevator pitch for folks that don't know is um the zombie apocalypse happens during high school musical essentially mm -hmm. so it's uh it's pretty it's pretty fun and it's uh doesn't skimp on the gore or the emotional stuff and uh i've never seen well actually i, I guess i did see him when i was a nanny but um, I've never really paid much mind to the high school musicals, but, um, yeah. these songs while ridiculous are like really, uh, are really good. Like nothing about this. They half-ass, like they went in a hundred percent on like, if it was a high school musical and the choreography and everything, hundred percent on the go zombie gore and a hundred percent on the comedy. Like it, it shouldn't work, but it's great. Like, nice. um, it's my number. I, I'd say it's my number two Christmas watch now. Uh, for, oh, wow. For now. Yeah. What's, uh, what's number one? I like, um, I watch, um, it's called Just Scrooge. It's like the 1959 version of oh, Christmas okay. Carol, um, uh, which I actually um, bumped this year only because at the store we watched uh, Muppets Christmas Carol like 22 times. So I was all <laughs> scrooged out yeah. by the time. But uh, yeah, that's the, you've probably heard a lot of the songs of that one. It's That's the one that has, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, this one that's like, a lot like uh, the Grinch song, like about you know Mr. Scrooge being Mr. Scrooge. So, of course, yeah. It's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty. Uh, uh, that's my favorite. That's the one I grew up on. Um, but I love all iterations of that story. Uh, in fact, on Christmas night, I usually have been listening to Tim Curry's audiobook version. 
oh, cool. uh, of it as I drift off into uh, into slumber. So you know, both, both it was uh, it was pretty nice. I I um I didn't think I was gonna hang on that chat for so long, but I got like weird guilt as people started saying like, oh, well, mine my midnight's not for two hours, and I was oh. <laughs> I was lucky. And I did get drunk. I okay. Yeah, I didn't blackout. I didn't. I wasn't the loser of the <laughs> kind of weird row rumble that the the blackout tapes is. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was lucky. Everyone in my time zone was like the same time zone, or everyone in my chat was in the same time zone, so we didn't have that problem. Uh, I did boot yeah. up Animal Crossing and watch the countdown in that game. Uh, it was like thirty seconds nice. off from the real like you know ball drop, but it was you know pretty fun and all the same. Very sweet. Love my That's villagers. Awesome. Uh, shout out to them if they're watching this. <laughs> um, I'm I'm befuddled by Animal Crossing. Everyone, young, old, and otherwise, that works at my store, yeah, like plays it. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I like, I'm, I'm just like, I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> it's just a they're sweet talking little... and trading. There's like, yeah, it's just a sweet little time waster game. <laughs> Make a little village like a Zen garden. Right. Most of it has to do with the fact that, like, I'm playing uh, games that were the height of fandom for PS3 right now on my PS4, and we'll probably yeah. continue that trend on the PS5. Like, so yeah. I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I started Sleeping Dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I've still got a massive PS3 backlog, and I'm, I don't know if I'm ever going to finish it, but I still, you know, I'm, like, determined to be... I've been playing Persona 5 for, like, five years now, <laughs> and I'm, like, close to the end, but haven't played it in a couple months. That so. game looks lit. I don't I I I like the design of the characters in that game, but I don't know anything about it. It's got a ton of style. It's got a good like battle system. It's just a, it's just mm-hmm. like a 90-hour game like minimum for right. completing it, which is a lot. Uh doesn't have yeah. to be that long, but it is pretty fun all the way through. Uh yeah, and then besides that, I just like picked up some RPGs that also are like dozens of hours long that I'll never finish and I'm still kind of like Maybe I should get a PS5, even though I'll never play a game on that to completion. Uh, <laughs> or, or, that, the... or past PS4. Yeah. Yeah, probably. The nice thing about the PS5 is that it's backwards compatible, so I could catch up uh, in theory. But right. we'll see if that ever happens. Um, takes me the, years um, to finish any game. I'm trying to think. I feel like I, the, the, like the only PS... Well, I bought you know the things like those Mega Man sets and like Castlevania sets but I think the only game I could be wrong that was made for PS4 that I bought for my PS4 was Fire Pro oh yeah I love Fire Pro though so yeah spoiler it will come up in my dream card uh, (laughs) that we're gonna do nice yeah so do you want to go like uh, first match first match second match second match Uh, do you want to I don't know if you like ordered it from like you know uh like a card? Like, if you want to go from the lower card to the main event? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah We can yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, neither of us watch that much wrestling this week, so uh, we'll jump mm. right into our idea for this show, or Mike's idea for the show, was to do a dream card for 2020 of, like, what, uh, you know, our, what, what our dream, like, event would be with 10 matches as a limit, uh, no other stipulations that I remember, and I didn't stick to any, so... Mm. <laughs> So we'll see how uh, this turns out. But if you want to start with your first match of the night. Uh, so, so my first match uh, is the ticking tie bomb Takahashi mm-hmm. versus Darby Allen. 
Oh, that would be fun. And I fucking forgot to put Tanahashi on mine. Uh, I really regret that. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those things where like, this it's was so hard. Tough. It's hard because 10 matches is, mm-hmm. you know, not a lot. And then it kind of makes no. me a little sympathetic for to WWE for not using if it's like full breadth of talent, just because like, right. What, if, eventually you have so many choices. It's like, what do you do? We also didn't give ourselves a network and uh, 17 hours of cable <laughs> television true. time. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Randy Orton doesn't have to be on all those shows. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, but yeah, Darby versus Tanahashi would be, would be great. Takahashi. Hmm. Sorry, Takahashi. Sorry, you're right. I said, yeah, that, I, I said that. I was like, Takahashi. Yeah, my bad. I, yeah, my, my, my wires got crossed. But yeah. Uh, well, it's only bad Takahashi. because I had to leave. I had to leave Tanahashi off, and it's like I feel like he's somewhere looking at me without a shirt on, frowning. <laughs> it's a good way for him to be looking at you, <laughs> to be honest. It's true. Yeah, that's a good like. That would be a great like a great opener for sure. Mm-hmm. Just you know, steal the show maybe. Mm. Definitely. I think Darby's that type of guy who, if he's like, he doesn't get to do it a lot, but if he's against somebody who can a do his style as well, but is like you know, maybe two or three steps better, he can be brought to that level. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. They both have a flagrant disregard for their health and bodies. Uh, Takahashi a little right. bit less these days, but like still, he's still pretty out there for somebody who nearly died in front of you. Right. <laughs> I was joking that, yeah, that was so scary. I yeah. was joking actually that uh, one of the uh, like, kind of uh, gimmicks I guess not directly in the match but there would be like ambulances and, and stretchers like pulled up to like in each entrance way nice <laughs> <laughs> you know what because of that I'm going to edit first I'm going to edit my mat my first match just off the top of my head uh, my idea was Jungle Express um, Luchasaurus and um, what's his name Luke uh, what's his name's kid uh Jungle, Jungle Jack, Boy. yeah, Jungle, Jungle Boy, Boy Perry, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, versus Retribution, the with the team of uh, DiJack and Ali, and I'll throw in a third team of uh, Takahashi and uh, let's say Bushi, just for the sake of nice. actually, no, cool. let's do the Sonata, Takahashi Sonata. I like that better. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah that, yeah, just three tag teams, just a big old spot fest. You know, a lot of big dudes catching little dudes, big dudes facing big dudes, little dudes running around being Fun. speedy. Yeah, that'd be a fun opener, yep. I think. And then you got Dijakovic that, you know, can hit a dive or something, too. And, you know, that's a fun match. I like that a lot. Yeah, he and Luchasaurus could, like, do all of it, really. Oh, actually, even Sonata, too. All oh, the big dudes so are, fun. like... Yeah, all the big dudes are flippy guys as well. So it's, like, nice yeah. mix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what'd you get for second? My number two match... Uh, it is would probably be the match that I was second most excited about on mm. this show. Um, and it's like probably the like, you know, I'm fascinated with the blending of modern and old school. Like I grew up with like, you know, the Fantastics and the Midnight Express, the Fantastics who kept going to Japan and coming back with like cool stuff that nobody else was doing in the Midnight Express. So innovative. Uh, My kind of iteration of that, uh, you know, if we're doing the whole year, because two of these guys got hurt and one of them uh, is sort of hiding because he was on a naughty list. But uh uh, the I don't know what they're called now, but the revival. Okay. Um, uh, versus Mustache Mountain. Hell yeah, dude! I, I'm I'm shocked that we never got that. 
Like they never right. came up with an excuse to like pull them together just before they left. Just um, have it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fuck are they called right now? Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's really not a good name. Like I can never yeah. remember it. Oh, FTR. Duh. Yeah. Right. It's right. based on a internet mm-hmm. meme. Uh, yeah, that would right. be that's that's a dream match that should have happened at some point or another, but hasn't, right. which is like too bad. Right. Mm. Yeah. Like I think I think Mustache Mountain is like I I, I, mem- I remember even in Chikara when they would like pump in thinking that they were like really good, but I they, just the way they looked, both of them, I you know I couldn't imagine them being very many other places. So, um, you know, I was glad they you know are you know people are seeing them now because there's something about them that kind of reminds me of the Fantastics, which is my favorite team of all time, mm. and. Uh, Stop telling me my iCloud storage is full. It's been full since like 2020. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, like so it's so good and like just the you know the big the you know the the big left hand and like all you know all just this other stuff. Like I I, I would just love it. It'd be so good. I, know, I would love that too. That would just uh, yeah because I think FTR is like good like grounded, but like I they need some an opponent that's like flashy and like a guy right. like Pete Dunn and um. Uh, Tyler are both like very flashy without being, you know, well, being like the young bucks and bunch- bouncing around a bunch, but right. obviously FDR young bucks also a good mix. Uh, mm-hmm. My second match was, this is the one that like I put on here because I, because of fire pro I've like downloaded so many like wrestlers and just put them against each other. And this one was like mm-hmm. really good. And it's been in my head ever since uh, jungle Kyoto versus Becky Lynch. I would not want to put Becky Lynch this low on a card, but like, mm-hmm. I think they like have, they would have a good chemistry. Um, Becky has some experience in Japan. Jungle Kyoto is a power wrestler. So you get like a, so a power wrestler versus someone who's like power submissions sort of. Uh, I think that's like a good mix. And I, they're both, at times, like good underdog characters, it would be interesting to see them try to top mm-hmm. each other, um, spot for spot. Be very fun. I forgot about Becky Lynch. I almost uh, did, but and if because, I was a, yeah, I because of the fire pro, right? Yeah. Jeez, I might have to take this match off entirely. <laughs> let me just recount, let me recount one time. Yeah, because that, um, let me see what I got here. Not a problem, man. Still. So we've done two, so I should have eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so I still have to get rid of two matches. Uh, (laughs) Boy. All right, so I'm going to tell you right now, uh, because this hurts. All right. That I'm taking, and and not not because I like it any more than any other one, but just because I... uh, uh, it's e- it'll just be easy to know that I have to take off two more and then take off like the next two. Yeah. Um, but a captain's uh, match okay. with S- Sasha Banks, Io Shirai, Asuka, and Ray Ripley and Bailey versus uh, oh that team is uh, captain by Io Shirai. I don't know why I didn't write it like that. Uh, yeah. I always say her name wrong, but the AEW champion Sachiada. Hikaru Shida. Yes, Arashida, right. Yeah. Uh, Riho, Britt Baker, and Nyla Rose. It's a good mix. It's a good uh, so mix of like not, Sasha not on, on would the be. Show yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not on the show anymore, right? Oh, yeah. Shit. Interestingly. Um, so, my I'm, next match. Well, I'll, well, you go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. No, 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 no go. No, it'll, I'll come, it'll come up in a minute. So, just, yeah, uh, go ahead uh, with yours. 
So my next match is probably maybe the second match I would be most excited about uh, because, again, my old-school stylings, and that is Daniel Bryan versus Zack Sabre Jr. I left Daniel Bryan off, and I am very mad at myself, but that would be a, that would be a good mix. Because like, it's been – I mean, we had uh, Bryan versus Gulak recently enough that like we know he can still yeah. do that style, but like ZSJ right. is like to the – another degree of like submissions that he would love to do. I know it. He was up against at one point, everyone, almost every other singles match on the show was that person in Daniel Bryan. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of tried him, tried him everywhere. And then remembered, I was also trying to find a place to put dangerous Tekas, but I know it's tough. Yeah, I know. I wish I could fit tight jeans in mine too. Um, I did a lot of one on one. Taking him off. Ah, oh, it sucks. <laughs> I did like a lot of one-on-one or tag team versus tag team to like try to just give myself some limitations. Otherwise, I would just book like 30, 30 battle royales or five of them, and then I, I almost did there. that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that idea though. Um, yeah, that's like that. That's a dream match that I wish you know. I wish they were like on the indies at the same time. Is the thing, right, man? I guess they were a little, but not. Yeah. Uh, because Brian, I think when he got released, I think the only overseas stuff he might have done was Noah again. Because that's yeah, um, and that's when Zach was in the dojo. So they may have. Uh, that was a crazy time in Noah before the bottom really dropped out as far as like Asian go. Because you had that um, cool Colt Cabana, Chris Hero tag team, and Eddie Edwards and uh, David Richards that showed up in Noah at that point. Like yeah, um, and Zach Saber, and then the. Uh, those two New Zealand dudes, like there's a lot going on. Right. Oh man. Yeah. That's, that's the one that I would love to see like anytime, even like, you know, now or even if Tanner Bryan was retired, I'd want him to come out. Basically. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wish he had left. Like I say that a lot. I, I don't know that new Japan would necessarily have been the right home for him, but at the same time, like, doing a match match every four months and then being in a tag team match and doing his WWF stuff might not have been the worst no. for him. I think even if he just like, I mean, if he left WWE and just like showed up in new Japan, every like on the Chris Jericho schedule, I would be amped right. for that. You know, if he was like a junior yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Jericho or junior, like mid junior heavyweight kind of guy for them. Yeah. They could use it. Yeah. I can't imagine not. that they would put him, uh, you know, if they're going to make Kenta be heavyweight, I can't imagine that they yeah. pick him in junior, but maybe he'd want to. And, and what's funny is Zach wanted to be a junior. Yeah. Which makes sense because it's his frame and body size. I guess it's just the height that yeah. you know, keeps him. I mean, right. Yeah. So who I knew, though, at that time, I thought he was doomed, but who knew, though, that they were going to like. He's always just, you know. Any Zack Sabre match, he could be anybody that he's looking against any time. And that's my favorite way about he how he's being booked. And that's why I love him in the New Japan Cup because he, it's believable that he'll... I mean, he won it the one time, right? Yeah. And then right. he, like... Like, it's believable he can beat anybody one time, but maybe, you know, the G1 schedule doesn't work for his body type and style, whatever. It makes... It's, like, realistic mm-hmm. in a way that a lot of wrestling isn't. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. He had that... He had that, that same... That year before... He had that really good G one, um, yeah. but it just so happened that unlike this G one, like um, 
uh, Omega and Okada were running away right. with it a little bit. So, oh, But uh, I suspect, I could be wrong, but I suspect uh, our, our, New Japan Cup, our New Japan Cup, no pun intended, will be running over uh, the next couple weeks. So uh, Yes, yeah. It's going to be a little bit wild. So what is your uh, number three? Is that where we're at? Yep, yeah, we're at three. Uh, I had Io Shirai and Asuka. Uh, versus Julia and Sayuri. Nice. Um, yeah, I, Io and Asuka have teamed in the past, and I think like I would love to see that in a modern context with like them at their skill level now and the way they are the other characters as they are now. Uh, and Julia and Sayuri, I just I just like them. <laughs> I had I was like it, as long as we get the first team together, I would throw two star and wrestlers I like together. Whatever. Uh, sure. Julia is great because she's uh, very charismatic, very hard hitting, and Sayuri's very experienced and also extremely hard-hitting so it would just be a match of like three of them throwing just bombs at each other in terms of strikes and uh various pile driver variations and Io Shirai flipping about uh you know doing her thing with being a, being a genius of the sky as she likes to be called which yeah. that'd be good i think that'd be a good like dream match just to you know they probably have good chemistry three of the four are right. you know stardom alumni or starting current wrestlers i i yeah i am um, i the one thing though they're almost happening autonomously to well i guess i i, I guess not sarai in, in nxt but like you know i guess they're using oscar and as well as they'd use anybody but like the japanese women are as a rule seemingly thriving in in WWF, uh, yeah. Except for oh my god, I love her and I, I her name escapes me. Um, uh, she just retired. Just retired. Oh, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. Like yeah. I loved her. I, you know, I think she was just very unhappy and and not you know, it, it just didn't. It was tough. You know, like Sasha Banks can connect with a promo. You know, right. but to be that size, even as a women's wrestler, and try to do anything except get killed by yeah. Nia Jax. Yeah, her peak was like NXT when she was feuding with Shayna Baszler, which was like mm-hmm. a perfect feud. And then like main roster was just tag team stuff and it was disappointing. Did you hear about the, right. the news about her like recently? No. Uh, they, a Stardom tried to bring her back at least for like, they have a big show at Budokan um, coming up mm-hmm. in like in March and they're trying to bring up back some, oh, old, some like non, some, some former wrestlers and they did want Kyrie Sane to come back. But WWE won't let her because she's still on the contract with them, even though like she has said in in interviews that she can, she thinks she can work <laughs> some non WWE dates, but maybe there's like a lot of limitations on that. I don't know. They they they're playing a well, battle I right bet now. You, uh, I bet you if Stardom was owned by someone else, yeah, oh, they wouldn't sure. be batting an eyebrow. Yeah, yeah, probably. If it was a smaller That's company, too bad. yeah, I would love to see her back there, especially you know one of the few you know, major names that could uh, still do it. And you know, right. just came in did a fucking elbow drop and got thrown over the top rope. I would love to see it. Um, sure. I, I would be glad. I'm glad she still wants to work. Cause I felt like at her outing vocabulary, she had lost her will to, she got CM Punk a little bit and didn't want to, yeah. Didn't want to get hurt anymore, which is crazy, right? Like you would think that, you know, as, as an amateur to start him, like I am, like I often in the main events, especially that I see 
am surprised people are still alive, let alone wrestling again. <laughs> yeah, and right. like, you know, like it's the people like Nia Jax who are almost holdovers from like that last generation of like divas almost, you know what I mean? Mm, like that. Are, yeah. Like, beating the crap out of her. Like, I know. Yeah. Amateur stuff. Yeah. That last, uh, that last run was really disappointing. I wish she'd, you know, gotten to get a little bit like, I know you go out on your back, but you kind of wish that right. you know, she got a little bit more fight out of it. Uh, what's your fourth match? It is uh, LIJ of Sonata, Bushi, and Naito okay. fighting the Lucha Brothers and Pac in a quasi-traditional oh. uh, uh, th- uh, like Lucha-style six-man. That would be a lot of fun. Um, they all have uh, I mean, on the LIJ side, LIJ side, they all have experience in Mexico, right? I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that I would think, be. I don't think Bushi. I'm not 100% sure about Bushi. That's really surprising. But, but yes, think... I'm not 100% on him either. He's the one that I was like, not sure. But yeah. Otherwise, yeah, that I would could be a fantastic be wrong, But mix. I think Sonata was splitting his time in between AAA and TNA at that yes. time. Yeah. So, like, some experience just like to have the, you know, style, uh, the, the chemistry, you know, between them probably. That'd be a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of Phoenix doing shit that makes me nervous. Uh, and right, you know, I would love that. It's kind of low for Naito, but I also I almost almost left him off because his like title run has bummed me out so much. So I agree. That's that's why that is there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and here's what's crazy about it: the reason that I didn't put him somewhere else is because I put Shingo in a match that I think I'm leaving off the show now. Wow. Wow. I got Shingo in uh, maybe uh, I'll move, later I, on. I think I'm going to move him into this other match. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's a fun sorry, three. Sorry, Chris man. Bay. Oh, man. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, tried to focus my things on, like, the three promotions that I'm, like, most familiar with, which would be WWE, AW, and uh, four stardom and um, new japan and then i was like ah but i left off some like ddt folks and stuff and i really want that so my my list became a mess but doesn't have any uh american indie guys which you know is not a diss on them i'm just less familiar no i get it yeah just having too many choices um yes yeah, so my fourth match i had the young bucks versus uh the new day team of kofi and biggie all right, I'm not. I'm so I am <laughs> taking this match off because later on I had the New Day okay. versus the Young Bucks and Cody. So now yeah. I can take that off with a clear conscience and don't have to <laughs> okay. mess up my ridiculous maws. Cody is a good one to. I, I was knew, trying. If any, if we both had any match on the show, I knew it was going to be that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of an obvious one that like you want to see. Cody's a good third person. I think I would change mine to that just to you know get that in there because I would want all three members of the New Day, obviously. But I couldn't think of sure. someone who. So well, well, that's yours now. So there you go. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> the the obvious like <laughs> the obvious person to pair with the Bucks is Omega, and I have him in a singles match later on. So I was like, right. ah, who, whatever. So yeah, uh, I mean, it's even if it wasn't good. I don't. I have no idea if they'd work well together. Even if it wasn't good, mm-hmm. you you would want it just on paper, you know. Right. And I mean, they can all work, so it's not like there's a very low chance that it would be bad. Uh, good chance it'd be disappointing, maybe. But right. yeah, sure. not, sure. you know, 
not something that I, I, would, I would say off. more so in the environment that then, you know, if it was just on a normal show, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, well, I'm embarrassed of how happy I am that that edit, uh, happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make one of your choices easier. <laughs> in one of these dream shows. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, right, well, now I can because I wanted to make sure all my favorite wrestlers were on it. That was my only, like, yeah, kind of uh, thing. My constant problem is that I love too much, so I couldn't even I couldn't even make a list of like thirty favorite wrestlers and be like, these guys get spots. I was like, just who was the first person? Who was the person I saw most recently and want to see more of? <laughs> that was basically my approach for a lot right, of these. No. I agree. As soon as data discs came and then making people playlists on Spotify, mm-hmm. like my ability to make a cohesive mixtape or playlist totally went out the window. Like, here's every song by this band I love and every <laughs> song by this band I love. Yeah, the last coherent one I made was for a New Year's party I hosted in 2014. Uh, otherwise, it's just right. been like messes all the way through. I started out to make you, I, I just sent you one. I started out to make you like one song from all these bands that I like. Yeah. And now it's like, nah, let's <laughs> put as much Curtain Society on here as I can possibly nice. find on Spotify. Yeah, so. I got to put that on like uh, later on when I get a, get a moment to listen to some music instead of watch wrestling or watch movies. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah. Uh, who do you got next? Well, I just got made fun of because uh, I was asked to go for a ride. And I'm like, I don't know. I need to mm-hmm. probably go to sleep so I can watch Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I actually guilted myself into putting on jeans because originally I had a sports coat, a brand new T-shirt, and my Bob Ross pajamas. On. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I felt disingenuous. Yeah. So my I moved just to see. So my fourth. If I'm doing this right, uh, is uh, a dream match for me that I am perplexed uh, didn't come up more. I'm conceptually more in love with this than I think it will be good, but I think it could be great. Okay. Um, is Charlotte Flair with Ric Flair in her corner versus Tessa Blanchard with Tully Blanchard in her corner. And uh, Aaron Anderson as special guest referee. I really like that. That's a really fun idea, especially with um, Aaron as a special guest referee. Because um, that could She's, go anyway. Uh, right. Right. And I love, and this, you know, and that writes itself. I tried to think of, from a booking point of view, as many stories that write themselves, because you obviously may not have, like, you know, a lot of this would be built on, like, modern, like, you know, like the New Day and... Uh, the young bucks taking jabs at each other on Twitter and stuff like that, you know, Definitely. like, so, you know, like it, it would be, uh, but like, yeah, like that is just easy. Like anybody who's watched wrestling in the past 25 years might, will know, you know, Definitely. how, how explosive that could be. And, and I really hate that Tessa is kind of a dink and I love Charlotte Flair. And I just think that those two, in a you know in a not very like i wouldn't say on innovative way but in like uh, elevating an american 
women's pro wrestling match to the point where over the course of a couple of matches, it could main event a super big show. Like, yeah. I think those are the two right now to do it. They're You're credible. Right. They're good. There's name value. Uh, they both, this is going to be the most sexist thing I say, but this is from an analytical, someone who I feel knows a lot about pro wrestling and uh, what uh, I, I would say every successful woman's wrestler, I figured out how I can say it. They wrestle like wrestlers. Yeah. They do not wrestle like women's wrestlers, which even on NXT shows, which has the best women's roster around, still you get some old school moolah, hair mm. bail, yep. women crying because they won or lost matches shit. Yeah. Which, you know, these are these are pro fighter hyper athletes and it shouldn't be, you know, any different than any other genitalia on the show. But these are the women that I feel like are the the, the blister board mm. ready to to go women in pro wrestling right now. I agree. Yeah, I left Charlotte off, uh, like, and I regret that. I I just couldn't find a place for her or Bailey, unfortunately, in my like dream matches. But like, right. I, she that, just made it under the belt too. Yeah, like because she's been gone all year, hasn't she? Uh, most of it. Yeah, I mean, she was what she won at WrestleMania. Uh, okay, and she was on the Rumble. She was she who'd she fight at WrestleMania? Uh, she fought Rhea Ripley. Who also should have oh, been on right, my right. card, but I oh fuck whatever. Yeah, she got um, all all my favorite uh, domestic women's wrestlers got bumped, which I know it's hard. Yeah, yeah the way I I did the, my early part was just like Okada, Omega, Naito. Who would I want to fight? See them fight, and then the bottom was just like whoever came up first in my head as a good mix. Um, well, I'm a hipster too, and so are you. So like the idea that like true. people are gonna see this in DVT isn't. Uh, on mine really at all or or, yeah. or dragon gate like you know what i mean like i feel you know i feel i you know i feel like i'm gonna get judged at the pro wrestling coffee shop <laughs> same um same i don't uh, i was like this is my dream i'm gonna put this together however i want and we'll see uh see what it, it how it turns out as i say it out loud and now you how you react to it mm -hmm. yeah but yeah charlotte and tessa i bet they would have amazing uh, chemistry and it, it really is too bad that there's like so much baggage with tessa because she really is mm. super talented and it's just like i hope that she like rehabs her image and you know finds her way eventually i think she will she's young but it's just like man i, I feel like she had a good patch that put her in good places when i, I think she was in a relationship with ricochet and mm -hmm. You know, the impression I get, and I'm not a psychiatrist or a clinician, is that I, I, I think she just is. Uh, it seems to me that she needs structure. <laughs> yeah. And when she's left to her own devices. Uh, yeah. She, she runs seems, her mouth a little she bit. She seems like she might just be young and like just like, you know, fucking. She's probably, young. She's probably, I mean, she's definitely been being told that she's like the next big thing for, you know five or however many years, and I feel like that, that messes with your head on its own way, you know. Right. Speaking of when she was with Ricochet, I did see them have a match with each other at um, a Beyond Wrestling show that was very fun uh, while they were still in nice. a relationship. Yeah. It was a lot of, like, they'd hit a chop and then be like, I'm so sorry, honey. And then, like, <sighs> one would kick the other and be like, that was for the dishes or some shit like that. Just <laughs> dumb. It was, um, 
I think I saw a clip of that, and I think uh, Ricochet really stuck uh, getting a, a poison Rama, Rana or Huracan to the point where, like, uh, and you texted, "This is what happens when you uh, upset your significant other." Or something like that. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah. It's a fun match. Good wrestlers. Wish I had Ricochet on my card, but you know, uh, ten matches is not a lot. I almost lost them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to you, he said. Oh no, no, that one wasn't going. Uh, okay. This other one. But, uh, nice. Um, but it's your next match. Okay. So this is why, like, the women's match you dropped was uh, interesting to me because uh, my match is Hikaru Shida versus Sasha Banks, just one on one. And you also had them nice. on opposite teams, but on a captain mm-hmm. team I, match. I want to see that really bad without yeah. <laughs> without Shida going up somehow. Yeah. I want to make that happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think. Um, like, I mean, obviously, Sasha seems to love Joshi wrestling, and I feel like I want her to be happy. Like, let her work with probably one of the best ones that's, you know, stuck in America right now. Um, I think they would have a fantastic match. I mean, if Sasha has the kind of chemistry she has with Asuka, I can imagine uh, how she does with someone who's a little bit faster and probably more willing to do shit that, you know, puts her body at risk a little bit. Um, yeah, I think she does. And it's just, you know, they were probably the most dominant res- women's wrestlers in their respective companies uh, for 2020. So it would be nice to see them right. uh, face off against each other. Uh, though, I mean, uh, it's like AEW's women's roster is just so underpromoted that it doesn't feel like they're mm-hmm. equals, but like, I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, just, you know, it would probably elevate Sheeta more than anything. Right. Well, I mean, Sheeta is, I think in in between the ropes, one or two should be on anybody's women's wrestling list anywhere. Yeah, but I don't know. I just got, I just got bored with the division, not because of anything the matter with it, but there was a lot of every match. And this kind of happens when you take out the champion. But the problem was the undercard matches were like this too. Mm-hmm. They took out one person, so you know, like. And then bring her back. So by the time it was time for Sheeta to do something different, they had repackaged Nyla Rose and, and we're doing that again. Yeah. So, you know, I was just like, you know, sick of, again, I, I mean, I put it on my show. I really like her, but I was sick of seeing uh, that, the, that combination or, or more over the Nyla Rose match, which she seems to kind of do, which is. Fun. Yeah. I know it's, it's, it feels like they have limited options, even though they have like so many, I'm I'm very happy that we're getting Sheeta versus Abaddon, uh, you know, like this mm-hmm. week actually. Uh, we'll see if I am awake at 8 p.m. on um, uh, this Wednesday. Uh, but yeah, Chances new combinations. Yeah, it it just feels like they they're not sure what to do, and then they kind of just let things go on autopilot. And then the week before pay per view happens, it's like ah shit, like. Nyla Rose racked up 20 wins to nothing again. I guess she has to fight the champion, you know. Right. Just careless. And she's got a mouthpiece, to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So Definitely. If you're helps. spending whatever money you're spending on, you know, Ricky G, who I think is an underrated manager, to be honest. Uh, um, they should use her, you know, but I think that there's also. It's just, it's all like every answer is eliminated by the amount of time you have. Like you give her other clients to still yep. get her, but then, you know, where are you going to put 
that you know what i mean like yeah. it's it's just this it's the opposite problem that the e has where it's like a gazillion hours that they use the same people over and over again like in one one show a week you gotta have the bucks and, and cody and mm-hmm. omega to a degree you know like and then it stifles down from there and everybody else gets like not to be t- degrading but scraps you know chronologically yeah. so. no you're right you're right uh what's yeah. your next match your i don't know who we're at fifth is it yeah fifth. i'm a nerd okay okay uh, <laughs> as am the i fact that the I'm tipping my my hand a little bit of what kind of match the main event of this show is, but because I've never I haven't mentioned this yet, but because of uh, there are two rings in play, uh, <laughs> I did a eight corners match. Okay, eight corners elimination because uh, double double the corners now with Finn Balor, Kota Ibushi. Uh, I didn't write down his real name. Goodheart, um, Will Ospreay. Ricochet, Bandito, Dragon Lee, and Chris Bay, who uh, is very grateful that he's still on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of a dream, yeah. All these like yeah. lighter guys, just that would be such a hard match to watch physically, just because everything would be moving so quickly. But like, I would love it, right? Just chaos. Two, you know, matches happening in two rings at the same time, and then, mm-hmm. you know, the whole world stops with whatever else is going on when Kota Ibushi kicks the shit out of. Yeah, <laughs> somebody or Will Ospreay. That's what I'm excited about. Like, what these new f- era flippy flippy guys have is that uh, you know Bandito, Abushi, Offspray, and if pressed, Balor. Mm-hmm. There's some gravitas to like what they you know what they do. So, uh, you know, I would be excited for that. Uh, I cu- I couldn't. That's one match probably on the show that I couldn't pick a winner. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be. Oh, God. Yeah, well, I mean, with this, with what was it? Eight guys you listed? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's wild. Chris Bay's be... not gonna win. Oh, of course. Yeah, it would be very funny though. <laughs> and, and my new favorite, uh, Jesus, name escapes me now. Goodheart there from a uh, who was in the Best of the Super Juniors and uh, G- representing GCW. Oh, um, um, Christian Blake was it? Blake. Yeah, Blake. Yeah. 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 Um, he's not, he's, I, I, if I was booking it, I might have him win to make a star and, uh, not have to choose yeah. between Will Ospreay and Kota Ibushi and, uh, Finn Balor. Yeah. Who, uh, Finn Balor, you know, uh, inside baseball makes me, uh, feel funny in my, in my stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the effect he's he wants to have and he does it. <laughs> Yeah, he's such a handsome man. That's not fun. I'm, no. It's not good. <laughs> oh, I, I would have made him the WWF champ. That was my rant on the Hossman that everybody got sick of hearing. Yeah. Like, the dude can work. He's an underwear model. Like, you could put him on the fucking view. Yeah. And, like, have him you can put him on Conan O'Brien and stuff like that. He's charming. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they – I mean, they did it, and then, obviously, they couldn't. They, he got injured, but I don't know why they never went back to it. And, like – Right. Before he went to NXT, like the last major thing he did, he was a uh, his match with Brock at the Royal Rumble, right? Or was that a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think a... that was it. Yeah, he didn't that... do much else. He yeah oscillated Amazing. between face and heel a lot and started the club. Yeah, um, to like nothing, no advantage in any right. matches. <laughs> you know, and then they they did the same thing they did when AJ showed up. They just split him up, put him on yeah. different shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah. So, uh, I, I, 
you know, I, I just think that'd be awesome. And I, and I, again, like in not in 2000, a match with equivocal guys would be one that I'd be like, all right, well, this is going to happen and it's going to be fun, but it, it's going to be like, you know, special K and Jack Evan, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's not as much like, you know, this could have everyone here also could like do cool wrestling in the middle of the ring for the opening part of the match and whatever else. So yeah, yeah, that, that would be fun. Nice. Should I do my next one? Yeah, what do you got for me? My next one is actually kind of the opposite in a way. Okay. Um, almost. A li- there's one difference. I had Shinko Takagi versus Keith Lee versus Walter versus Seth Rollins. So it's mostly hosses almost yeah. the whole way, just strongman shit. But I was like, Seth Rollins would shine in this kind of situation where he can just be, mm-hmm. you know, Keith Lee and Walter could be facing off and doing whatever, but then Seth Rollins would fly off from off screen with like a crossbody or something like that every now and then. Sure. Like, yeah, I that would just be, I, I'm really intrigued by that. Yeah. It would, I think uh, that's like three dudes who I think would just strongman the shit out of each other, but you know, pretty agile uh, other than Walter, not really, but he's, he makes up for it by being the hardest hitting of anyone in the world. Uh, yeah, I would love to see that kind of thing, especially like Shingo versus Walter alone would be a lot of fun. But you bring in Keith Lee, who can, you know, work both a little bit of uh, an agile style with the strong stuff is uh, just be it would be a good mix of different styles, but kind of similar um, complementary ones too. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I would book to yeah, win. Yeah, no, that. that'd be awesome. Probably Walter. It, it I would probably would have be- Walter win. Yeah, I don't like. I, I think that my like, if I if I had a rule as a booker and wherever he was, my my written in red pen at the top of my notebook would be nobody beats Walter. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be a so. very well earned win over Walter. Right. Well, it's Lesnar with a lot more ability, right? Mm. A lot more versatility to have a slightly different matches and stuff like that. You know, yeah. like it's it's definitely something. But again, I felt that way about Brody Lee, and I felt that way about a lot of people that nobody seemingly has done that with. So, mm-hmm. Keith Lee. Yeah. So, my next match is probably exciting to me, you, and uh, only other people who are going to be staying up to watch wrestling. All right. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's Ace versus Ace as okay. Okada versus Miyahara. Okay. There you go. That's a yeah. good. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I just, I just like they. So they had. They were on the Baba show on mm-hmm. different sides of the team, uh, in the most obvious match, like the Big Japan Ace, the All Japan Ace mm-hmm. versus the New Japan Ace, in uh, the guy who takes pins in every Multi Man Chaos uh, <laughs> yeah. match. Right. <laughs> so, like you know, we it, there was no surprises there, but. Uh, yeah, we'd we'll um, love to settle it oh, once oh, and for all. What? Yeah, oh, am I wrong? Oh, geez, Okada may have, somebody may have caught a Rainmaker. Maybe Daisuke caught a Rainmaker, but I could mm. be wrong about that now that I'm remembering. But um, I was blown away by the fact that the match before that had 75-year-old Mil Mascaris and Dos Caras like, yeah, right. climbing off the top ropes. Uh, I wish I could have found no this How's no Sawa get on that car? <laughs> I wish I could have found a place for some luchadors, but uh, I'm glad. We, yeah, that's a good match for Okada because it's a nice, like, yeah. you know, my side point. I got him later, but uh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. 
And I also can't wait for him versus Osprey uh, either tonight or tomorrow night. I can't remember the exact Yeah, I don't parts. even know what the shows are. Yeah. Uh, other than like uh, the top, the, the whole belt thing in Osprey Okada. And I'm assuming we're going to get a weird Dangerous Tekka's uh, Gorilla's Destiny match, which I can't even imagine what that was going to look like. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I am, I'm weirdly hyped, but also part of it's just like, I'm excited to stay up all night and watch wrestling and chat with friends about it. Uh, more so than the actual content of the card, the cards yeah. we put together, I would be up all night for as well. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll go with my next one. Um, I put Tetsuya Naito versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just gonna let you <laughs> let that sink in, because <laughs> um, I think part of the problem with Naito as double champion is that like he works better as an underdog, and I think Brock's mm-hmm. like niche uh, for his best matches for the past like five years has been when he's just crushing somebody and they're fighting up from under to you know, uh, you know to try to beat him. And I feel like that that's a good mix of those two. If he you know as much as it's boring to watch Brock do like. 10 minutes straight of German suplexes one every two minutes. Um, it's that like last five minutes of the match where they're clicking and just throwing bombs at each other to like try to overcome the other's uh, stamina right. that it really clicks. Right. And I think Naito could use that kind of fire um, as much as I you know, worry about his neck and all of his general health. Like I feel like that's a, a good use for both of them. Um, especially right. Naito just you know being a double champion and Brock being this unbeatable thing that shows up every I would annually. be up, like leading into this show I would like not be able to stop in a in a more positive way than what we were just talking about yeah like uh, I, like I'm already thinking like what would that match be and the build <laughs> is brilliant right like yeah you know on wherever they meet to promote it. Naido takes a couple of F5s mm-hmm. and gets some elbows to bust him open. And Brock and Heyman are starting to leave and Naido rolls over and yep. does the thing. So Brock comes over and like kills him some more and he he just won't stop like doing his taunt or trying to stand up or whatever else. And, and like, yeah. wow, like that's a great, that's a great match. Like I'm, I'm, ex- I'm, <laughs> I'm ex- I, why can't that be happening tonight? I'm, I'm so excited for it. <laughs> I wish, except Brock's last run in New Japan was not great, so yeah. <laughs> you would have to but, really pay him. Yeah, well, I also feel like also this MMA, more MMA-based Brock Lesnar, like, mm. is a better fit for for New Japan or anywhere else. You know? Oh, for sure, yeah. It, it fits the modern style for them way better. Right. You know, and he could definitely, I mean, I, they wouldn't do that. Like, it's a different thing, but there's certainly a lot of, you know, uh, I mean, that's that's why Juice Robinson has a car, uh, has a job, right? Like, right. They, they, they are very good at rehabbing him, but Juice Robinson would lose to Brock Lesnar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you'd get a good match where Ishii lost to Brock Lesnar. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know. I'd, I'd do it. Yeah. Uh, they don't like to spend money, it seems like. Yeah, pretty that much. Ricochet. Yeah, I know. I'm still bitter about that. Like four years later, that they didn't keep Ricochet. Yeah. Oh, your camera's covering like half of your face right now, by the or your phone is covering half your face by the right now. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> That's okay though. That's yeah. the bad part of my face. <laughs> All right. So here is me at my most carmy, carny, gimmicky. Next, I bring you the Tough Guy Invitational Elimination Brawl Royal Rumble Bunkhouse Bad. <laughs> Uh, featuring two men entering the ring every three minutes. And the participants, in, in not any order, uh, and it's not just any kind, it's tough guys. They let okay. it open. They didn't say hardcore wrestlers. They didn't say... Uh, so we have Shingo, Jimmy Lloyd, Kevin Steen, John Silver, Walter, Nick Gage, Eddie Kingston, Ishii, John Moxley, uh, Suzuki, Slack, Cologne, Loki, Homicide, Tai Chi, Shane Mercer, Joey Janela, Killer Kyle, uh, Adam Page. Yeah, Adam Page. I always get the Adams messed up. Uh, uh, Matt Riddle, um, Daisuke Sakamoto, Mance Warner, Desperado, Jacob Fatu, Chris Dickerson, Jay and Mark Briscoe, Cameron Grimes, Josh Barnett, um, Abdullah Kobayashi. Butcher Blade, Keith Lee, Dustin, Hashimoto Jr., Damian Priest, uh, Sammy Callahan, and uh, Ivan Dragunov. Oh, man. Yeah, that'd be fun. And you could even. And ladders and... <laughs> yeah, and even like you could also do a callback to the Walter Dragunov match, like if right. they were in the ring at the same time. That'd be very cool. I like that idea, just putting all the tough guys in one, you know, tough guys right. broadly defined and also putting them all in the same match just because. Yeah, you got to fit everybody in. Um, I would have... Because while somebody's getting kicked for real, yeah. you know, you can have Joey Janela going through Bob wire tables or, <laughs> right. you know, like whatever else going on. Like just mm -hmm. a lot to see, you know? Literally half the match could be Joey Janela taking various bumps from all these guys. Just, you know... Right. You know, Owens does a cannonball on him, then Walter throws him through a table full of barbed wire and what the fuck ever. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Janela's a good guy to have in there because he's tough in a way that's... Uh, not not on offense, but kind of defense in a way. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. I, I. Yeah. Like. Uh. I, like. I agree. You know. Nick Cage. Like. You know. Like. Nick Gage. I have a love hate relationship uh, <laughs> with him. I yeah. must have watched his uh, version of the night before Christmas uh, fourteen or fifteen times uh, in the <laughs> days leading up to Christmas. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just. Uh, he. And what's amazing about him in real life is he's very progressive thought wise. Yeah. But what actually comes out of his mouth is regressive. <laughs> like in a weird way. Like, yeah. Like Donald Trump uh is oppressing people. He's a fat F word. And I'm like, ah, you almost <laughs> almost <Right. laughs> so you're getting that. Yeah. He and Dickinson are like the American indie guys where I'm like, they like my my gut instincts like these guys must be like like Trump shitheads and then like you find out they're right. not and it's like oh that's a very you know that's a pleasant surprise uh, I can keep liking yeah. talented wrestlers to boot Nick Gage like keeps having like has this new merch reiteration just because he's decided he's putting out old Hulk Hogan shirts with the words it looks like fuck Hogan written in like Sharpie across <laughs> <That's so good. laughs> and then MDK like that's it's so funny like, whatever yeah. 
uh, off air, uh, and I apologize to our listeners. Remind me someday to tell you about the the day that I the day and how I found out that he uh, went to the Steel Clink Alcatraz. Okay, so it was a it was, it was quite a fun phone call. But uh, so yeah, that's it. That's it's big big uh, the first of two big uh, smalls things on this show. Um, nice. Be very violent. Uh, yeah. it, it, it totally kills the main event, but, uh, I just whatever. need to have all those guys in it. Yeah. Whatever. You could even put that into the first match on the show and then have it spaced out from the main event. But all those guys sure. would probably deserve to be in the main event, uh, right on their own too. A lot yeah. of fun. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, uh, I don't know, like the, def- Maybe I'm old. I mean, granted, the old school me probably wouldn't even like book this, but like, you know, like how are you gonna have Mustache Mountain, yeah, do what they do after uh, Walter hit somebody as hard as they could and they fell onto like a board of nails. That's true. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Booking is tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 double tough when you have like, you know, we have no limits. You know, like it's one thing when you're like, well, I need. I need eight guys, so it looks like, uh, you know, like I'm going to pay Marty Gennetti some extra money because he's just <laughs> hanging around to be in the right. main event tonight. <laughs> Man, yeah. So, uh, I mean, we're getting we're getting high. What do you have yeah. here? My uh, third to last match is going to be Yuka Sakazaki versus Mayu Iwatani. Um, Mayu's kind of the top person in stardom, and I don't know if Yuka's the top person in TJPW, but I like her a lot. I think they would have mm-hmm. just fun. I like just I was like oh, I'm not gonna leave Mayu off because I love her, but also, right? What you know? What am I gonna do? Both of them, honestly, both of them will probably hurt each other's neck or hurt their own necks more than each other's in some ways. Uh, just taking very different difficult bumps. Both of them, every time there's a big match, they have a moment where I'm like worried for their long term health, um, which maybe doesn't make for a great match, but I think they would have a good uh, chemistry. I think Yuka is great, but. Uh, sometimes TJPW's roster is like a little green for her skill set, mm-hmm. whereas you know Mayu seems to work well with everybody that I've seen. So I would put them together just for the hell of it. There's no real thought put into it other than I want both of them on the show. So yeah. that's 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 okay. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's that's why we're doing it. I, I mean, honestly, yeah, like who did I leave off this? And granted they're very well used in MLW, but who the fuck did I leave out of that tough man thing to put homicide in low key just because I was enamored by them in 2005. Right. Um, what's his name? Uh, in Blakey, but I think I know who you're talking about. Tom something. What? Why is that? I don't know. Oh, uh, Lawler. Yeah. Tom is, Lawler, who, is that who you're thinking Tom of who Lawler. left off from MLW or was that a hype? Uh, oh no, I was saying that Homicide and Low Key have, really, oh. have been very used in MLW, but oh, okay, uh, yeah. Tom Lawler, I definitely belongs in this match. So yeah. I, I mean, consider I can just throw a million people in there if That's I true. want to, like I, I'll probably throw them in, but yeah, uh, for posterity, but like, yeah. yeah, he's, he's somebody, I haven't seen a ton of him, mm-hmm. but everything I've seen has been like really, really good. Definitely. So yeah, he's, I hope he gets called up to, he's been on new Japan strong. Yeah. Uh, and I hope he gets called up to new Japan for realsies. I hope so too. It'd be nice for like the new Japan cup. If they've, you know, expanded the field a yeah. little bit. Who do you got next? He could be a junior too. I think that's true um, too. Yeah. Yeah. Not that, I mean, not that they like, you know, they, if you have a name notoriety, they don't put you as a junior, which is 
doesn't do that thing. Yeah. Something has put a, a, a popcorn kernel in my tooth, a, a, a wild hair across my ass, uh, something <laughs> under my nail for a few years now that they set up an old school money feud. Mm-hmm. But they did it in New Japan the day before someone was leaving. Okay. So we never got Kenny Omega versus AJ Styles after the Bullet Club. Yeah, I know. We never really got, I don't think we got, we've gotten really any of the Bullet Club leaders against each other all that much. Which Styles and uh, Devitt do anything or did he just leave? I, I feel like if they did anything, it wasn't memorable. Like they, I feel like they teased like becoming a faction. Like, like one would be on Raw, one would be on SmackDown, and then at like one of the joint pay per views, they like. Oh no, no! I mean, like when when Devitt was leaving New oh. Japan and Styles kind of took that spot. I think he just left. I don't remember if anything yeah. happened there either. I might. Like, I mean, wrong. it was cool. It was a cool New Year's Dash thing to have. You know, Styles dead and the new bullet club standing over him but yeah um uh like you know i i and i also just think that aj is the best consistent worker in wrestling um and him and you know like in a like with like he's everything kenny omega was now maybe you know seven or eight years ago but not the charisma yeah. Um, but now he's built that charisma and like, you know, could have a great match with anybody. And, and Kenny Omega almost always has great matches. So I just think that that like is going to steal the whole entire, you know, that that's, that's the seven star. Yeah. Break the scale again, wrestling match. In that's my opinion, the, if you give him some time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one where like you announce it and you don't announce the rest of the card and people are buying tickets already. Like, Right, people would be amped to see that, and I, I would be amped to see that as well. Just you know, the story writes itself. There's history there. Mm-hmm. They're both like still near enough the prime of their you know abilities. Uh, arguably, probably still there. You know, yeah, I would love to see that. I AJ's can't... a lot like HBK, yeah, in a sense where he seems to get a little like he's gotten uh, his age and whatever you know chronological limitations he has has made his wrestling only better in some ways because he's a little more reasonable about yeah. some of the stuff he does but he can still you know as opposed to 20 times i think he's gonna break his neck and die in a match he <laughs> does one and it matters way more you know yeah but like, definitely you know he he can take he takes a punch better than almost anybody so those v triggers will look like he fucking died mm-hmm. like i just i i'm sorry i'm getting like this is like right now i fell into much like uh the Lesnar and Aido, I fell into talking about it like it's really going to happen. Yeah. yeah, that's super, super exciting. And also, no other two wrestlers in the world could work after the multiple, st- like, you know, it's one thing to have to work after a firework style show of people jumping off ladders. It's mm-hmm. one thing to have to work after a firework show of the Walters and Ishis of the world, like making it look like they kill people. And it's another thing when some dude gets thrown through Bob wire and lit on fire. Like if you mm. throw all those things in one match, yeah. like, you know, who can follow it? Kenny Omega and AJ Styles. I think that would, yeah, you're right. That would absolutely be a good way to follow it up. And like the crowd would reset automatically. Like we're in for, you know, 30 minutes minimum of an epic, you know, 
tons of bullet club uh callbacks everyone using each other's moves you know yeah that one writes itself i love it um i'll bring this up because my next one also is kenny omega uh, i put kenny omega versus tetsuya endo who was uh, the ddt champion um oh, oh. Uh, earlier this year just because even though i i will say omega styles probably the better match um uh, i like i have I, i'm i'm neurotic about loose ends sometimes and mm-hmm. DDT's King of DDT tournament was built around Endo coming in as champion, winning the tournament, and challenging Kenny Omega at their big show, uh, which like two thirds of that happened, but then the last thing couldn't because of COVID restrictions. So I'm like, I do want to see that. Is Endo not champion anymore? Nope, uh, I think it's Daisuke, uh, Daisuke Sasuke or something like that. I can't remember his name right now, but I think he lost the title to one. What was I looking at? It was T somebody who had an initial thing that was championed somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I like Endo though. Yeah. He's great. He's great. I think he's like, I think one of the things I miss about Omega in new Japan is that I feel like, I mean, AEW's wrestlers are great, but they're great in a different way from the style that we got used to seeing or used to, used to like seeing Kenny do, you know, right. like they're, it's it's definitely more American. It's definitely more American indie. So I miss like those hard hitting strong style matches that he would have in like the G one. And I think Endo right. can kind of bring that with being a a brand new match for him. I um, agree. Yeah. I so. feel like there's only Adam Cole. Like I can't think of anybody else that he can have like yeah. uh, a hybrid match like that where it has elements like um and even that's not necessarily ideal like that definitely sways more towards american wrestling but yeah. i can't think of another person on the whole entire roster like not that i have i mean but i don't know this has been some weird meta storytelling where kenny omega has supposedly been bombing out for real for yeah for right. a while so right. who knows i know it's weird because i, I don't mean, think if, if, you go ahead you know if they waited to do this till next year or until restrictions were lifted like Kenny Omega would be in the same place as I get made fun of at the store because everybody calls Will Ospreay my my wrestling boyfriend, but I, I like you just like they were just acting like you just forget about Kenny Omega and how much you used to rave about him. But the thing is that like, yeah, it's just nothing to talk about, you know. Like, right. Not, you know, like if they waited till next year, Omega might have been in one of the matches that got left off. Definitely. Show. Yeah, he's know? like, I mean, when he has a great match, he has a great match. But it seems to come like once a quarter or once a year in Mexico in AAA or whatever. Right. But like week Even to week. Jericho match was only okay in that second paper. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I was really disappointed in it, the American version. Yeah, me too. So who, uh, I don't, yeah, like in, again, but it's almost like he goes to Mexico and maybe he was just not, not adhering to like whatever that, that setup that he was setting up for himself was, but yeah. like, I mean, it seems like he was working the boys, like mm-hmm. showing up in like his pajamas or, or in his gear and just being like lazy and whatever else. So like, I don't know. Yeah. It's looking weird. All right. Do you want to do our main events? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm so excited for yours. Okay. I'm uh, excited to hear yours. Cause you, you already teased part of the one aspect of it. <laughs> in a war games match. The Inner Circle 
and their hired bounty hunter, Lance Archer, <laughs> nice. uh, will face the Undisputed Era and uh, <laughs> I have this written like this from when I made this and never changed it. You ready? Okay. The Undisputed Era and Mr. Football Guy's Faction. <laughs> in a war games match Jesus Christ uh, that would uh, be a uh, long uh, match <laughs> a brand rivalry yeah um, yeah because it's like double size but uh, a brand rivalry um, you know pulls people that don't like each other together so yeah I'd this like is the culmination of the physical culmination of the Wednesday Night Wars yeah I really like the um, idea of one team being like sort of two teams that don't get together, uh, don't work right. together well. That's like some good like storytelling on that side. Right. You know, but I mean, they're all like, you know, they're all like workhorses. So mm -hmm. the fact that the inner circle is a little lopsided and, you know, having Wardlow and, and Hagar, I guess, to a lesser degree, um, you know, like anyone in that match could have a good match with, with those guys. So. Yeah, it would just be fun to see different combinations of two guys doing spots together for a little bit and then switching off mm -hmm. to another one. Yeah. And you'd get the drama yeah. of probably the uh the WWE the NXT side like fighting with each other over who goes in next. Like I McAfee can't go in, right. he's just gonna beat up Adam Cole again or whatever. Yeah. That'd be that would be right. some great drama. But I mean like like I had this like dumb, totally basic like fantasy like thing in my head where like in the match, uh those two are arguing mm -hmm. and like two opponents are like getting to their feet. And then like without <laughs> warning, they like just run and clothesline them down and start arguing again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You get a million. And then somebody with... runs at them and they, they, um, backdrop them, double backdrop them into like the cage and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I would love that. That would be a like, very yeah, fun. I, 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 uh, Okay, I'm 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 giddy. I can't wait to hear because every single match on your show has like gotten like <laughs> pumped. Okay, I feel like this one's a little bit obvious, but I it felt like it had to happen in my soul. Okada versus Roman Reigns. Interesting. Would be, would be I, my main I event. had it written down at one time. Yeah, I just think you know they're they're the top guys on across the ocean. I would want to see them face each other. I feel like this, especially this iteration of Roman Reigns, who would probably cheat. And have like Jey Uso or whatever come in and try to help him, and maybe uh, Yoshihashi would fucking make mm. an appearance and uh, save the day fall for Okada. Yeah, yeah, he'd fall into the ring apron, and everyone would be too distracted um, trying to help the poor guy. But yeah, I. What, what was? It, it, it's just. I'm sorry. You didn't say what I was going to say. I think. You yeah, go ahead. Uh, What's excited about it for me too, which people probably wouldn't realize, is I think Okada is a little bigger than people realize he is, mm -hmm. and Reigns, in the way he's presented, isn't as big as you know people yeah. maybe think he is. So there's like going to be some physical parity there to make it, you know, that that face to face look, not yeah. like you know a rocky face off or anything like that. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's I think good. I. I they're both pretty conservative in their like styles. Like they're no, they're not high risk guys. Right. So you'd get like just a solid, just you know, a uh, basic psychology kind of wrestling match where it's just two guys fucking trying to dodge right. each other's special moves. Mm -hmm. And and Okada's good at putting together that match where, uh, 
there's not a lot happening but he makes it feel like there is yeah you know what i mean like the, you know he he is one of those rare guys that often gets huge crowd prop pops with like rope breaks and mm-hmm. you know just the drop kick just a, like he's turning the drop kick into like a high spot and oh my god like like the promo packages made from uh you know Reigns getting drop kicked out of a spear or getting mm-hmm. drop kicked out of the air when he's doing like a Superman punch or or, or like whatever or yeah you know the Superman punch coming somehow at blocking a spinning uh Larry a spinning rainmaker and yeah. stuff like that like it's I was just thinking, it's like, totally he like oh on unwinds with a rainmaker and then Reigns like jumps in with a short spear on him like that would be a like mm-hmm. the crowd would go fucking crazy for that for sure for sure and then yeah. like the or Oh man, yeah, like or the rain, another rainmaker block. He goes into the guillotine. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know this. That's that's a that's a good match there. Like, um, and like, I feel like in a way, like your main event is more like what my main event would have been without the pressure of trying to fit every wrestler I like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like on the show. Like, you know, because I feel like that's like a definite money main event. Um, I, I mean, Okada is just great. Like, yeah. hopefully, he has been sandbagging it, and and uh, he does come on strong. You know, I hope so yeah. tonight because he's hasn't done too much since people are in the building. Yeah, it's funny that we like did this and that you came up with this idea um, this week because Okada just did a Sports Illustrated interview uh, to hype up Wrestle Kingdom. Or he brought up that he would like to do a New Japan WWE AEW. I'm reading it directly from the screen here. AEW, yeah. CMLL, AAA all together to do like a thank you for still watching wrestling through COVID kind of like, you know, charity show or something like that. Yeah. Which, you know, obviously. He wanted to do that coming out of COVID. Yeah. With just the Japanese feds and they couldn't. Yeah. Make I know. It happen. Never going to happen, but it was like funny that he brought it up and it's like, man, that would be very cool. I really wish that we could get mm-hmm. that to, you know, get off the ground. Ah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he just needs to have his buddy Tanahashi start <laughs> talking about it, and maybe yeah. you know Ligar, who made some of the earliest like mm-hmm. dual brand stuff happen. You know, like definitely. Uh, I mean, Ligar has friends in in high places everywhere. Like he, he if you look at his tour, he didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, in his farewell tour, he fought on one of the last car shows uh, before they built that building and started to turn into something else but one of the last like big venue chikara shows and then within if not that weekend within might have been a year apart but uh, on either end of that tour at some point he was on an nxt show mm-hmm. i remember that yeah like about tyler breeze yeah so i mean like he you know everybody is happy to listen to him but like i i think in japan if anybody can okada okada can yeah. you know and he's got a lot of good backing just tell suzuki to show up at Vince McMahon's place and threaten him for real. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Oh, Suzuki's in the guy. I was going to say, like, if I could have a dark match, I would just send, like, all the comedy wrestlers, like Yano, uh, mm-hmm. what's his name, uh, Orange Cassidy, uh, R-Truth, whatever, send them to Choco Pro, have them just do a full Choco Pro show with also Minoru Suzuki in the mix, and just <laughs> tape it, put it on YouTube, see what happens, make that the dark match. <laughs> Air it in the arena before the event starts. <laughs> the um, 
uh, the Hurt Business versus SoCal Uncensored is something that I yeah left off the sh- the show. Um, Kai of B and B Hulk and mm-hmm. uh, I can't even remember who his current partner is though uh, versus uh, the I always get the two similarly named things right WWF uh, Private Party. Okay, yeah. Was that the name? Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I really like those guys. Uh, I did too. Their name is dumb, and their gimmick is dumb. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think. But that's all. I. I mean, I left that big giant, but I mean, it was kind of redundant. I just wanted to get all those Chikara guys together again. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, these shows. I mean, with a little editing, we could make it a festival and have it be. Uh, yeah. You know, have it be two ni- two nights. I mean, I feel like the only way to do justice to the like all the companies that we like amassed over this is like do two nights and double it up. Um, yeah. I'm having a booking fantasy of recreating the Chaco Pro <laughs> set like somewhere yeah. and like yeah. letting them do it like in the building live. <laughs> just like they built just build a wall between the two rings or the war games, have one half of it yeah. be like <laughs> be like a, a set and then the other half be like a real wrestling ring. <laughs> right. Yeah. I um I uh, never uh never kissed a never kissed a girl. <laughs> <laughs> With wrestling is good. Uh, so I don't hope about, to. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited about uh I just got giddy about like people wrestling in a fake classroom live. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, ooh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> really fun. I was actually watching that right before um I, well, I took a walk in between, but I was starting to watch the latest episode right before uh, we got together. But yeah, always yeah, a fun I time. was gonna take a walk too, but when I went out to get coffee this morning, it was not. Uh, it was kind of colder than Ugh. my my want to be. Yesterday was crazy too because I had to go out three times. We had to leave super early to go to a doctor thing, mm. and then I went to work later on, and I was like just sweating going to the car. And then I left work and it was like cold again. So yeah, oh man. So, but you're like, yeah, what a fun time! I, uh, yeah. I, I'm interested. This could be. This should be a tradition because who knows what we'll like see or discover in 2021. Yeah, yeah, we should do this. I don't know. Yeah. We could do this at the beginning of each year, but maybe even halfway through the year would be fun to check in if there's sure. like a slow. Yeah. There's a slow month somewhere along the way. Yeah, I hope not much changes so I can get the uh, Orange Cassidy a bunch of jerks invitational on the next show. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think that's a good place to wrap up, man. This has been a fun time. Uh, this has yeah, been the Wrestle Down. Is, man. Yeah. You can find me on uh, Twitter.com, Swing Dingling. I'm also the co host of the Film Simps now on my friend's uh, uh, Twitch channel, Shushy Lives, S H U S H Y Lives. Uh, we do that live at 6 p.m. every Wednesday. Uh, Send Marce- that my way. I'm excited. Yeah, if you ever want to be on, by the way, I would love to have you. You watch a lot of movies. and Anytime, to- man. Anytime. All right. Um, I'm going to be doing my nerdy press tour soon. So. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, let me know. Um, I'll talk to Justin about when he can when we can fit you in. Uh, where can people find yeah, anytime, you, buddy? Man. I'm not going to promote me today uh, okay. because I realized when we were listening last week, that uh, I just want to publicly thank Johnny Wolfenstein and Michael Ravenshadow and everybody over at Trick or Treat Radio for, uh, you know, all the opportunities that they give me. Michael Ravenshadow always invites me on the blackout tape. Make sure, you know, I'm a patron 
so I can just go. But he always makes sure that invite me and treats me real good and, and makes me feel like I'm a, you know, really drums up my Z-list celebrity. And like Johnny Wolfenstein facilitated everything from my relationship with you to Mike Quackenbush and a, a million other you know, yeah, people yeah. that work at major game companies. And I'm just so grateful for, especially after they had to put up with my premium on the ass for so many years. Uh, I'm so grateful for, uh, you know, everything that they've done for me. So what you want to do is check out trick or treat radio. Um, they are live every when Thursday night now. Um, and it's a fun show. It's, uh, like, uh, the, uh, it was dubbed early on the world's most dangerous talk radio. It's segmental. They shoot the shit, they review a movie, and then they have mm -hmm. a third segment. Um, trickortreeradio.com, trickortreeradio slash live.com. Um, all the social media, trickortree radio. They have a very fun Facebook group. Um, nice. You'll often see the Hossman and Deadites and other people roll through there because, you know, it's, uh, you know, though it was initially kind of a messy divorce, uh, you know, when people are brothers. Um, you know, they, they find their way back together. So, uh, you know, thank you to trick or treat radio because I love doing this show every single week and it wouldn't happen without these are trick or treat radio, Johnny Wolfenstein. Nice. Yeah. Check them out. I've been on the Facebook group a little bit in and out. Uh, thanks for listening up to the wrestle down. Um,